3: For more podcasts, the latest breaking news and industry-leading analysis, please visit horticultureweek.co.uk. In this podcast, Horticulture Week editor Matthew Appleby ventures out for the first time since lockdown to visit plant and seed nursery, Ball Colgrave. He finds out how the company has weathered this unusual year so far, what it is up to now and its plans for the
1: future. Here at Paul Colgrave, the Young Plant and Seed Company on a lovely sunny day here in Banbury in Oxfordshire. And one of the few UK horticultural events to go ahead this year after coronavirus caused the cancellation of so many shows and trials. Um, The trial grounds are open um, throughout July by appointment. And I'm here with uh, Stuart Lowen, and Steve Austin to see what's new for 2021 and beyond. Um, So Stuart, how did you manage um, to get the trials um, on for this July? How did you manage to get it to go ahead?
4: Well, the intention, Matt, was to continue the trialing work. This is really, plant trialing is at the core of everything we do as a business. So um, our trials unit um, with minimal staff, was able to operate um, and bring in all the experimental varieties, as many as we could, um, to, to have experience in how, how to grow those, how they perform. Uh, so that continued um, and as lockdown started to have impact it was quite clear that holding um, an event was going to be very challenging but we we're able to continue with the trialling which was um, really important to us. Um, As uh, the lockdown started to ease, uh, became evident that we could potentially open our doors. So we did kind of a risk assessment on the whole situation and because we have four acres of displays, predominantly these are outside in containers, flower beds and baskets, uh, we were able to um, make an opportunity for customers to come in and see those outside in, in displays.
1: No, that's brilliant. So um, what would you say the highlights are for this year?
4: Highlights? Certainly, um, I'm sure Steve will explain uh, on the perennials, we have a very extensive perennial trial, but there's some really exciting new new perennials coming out on, on, onto the market. I think the Amira Drumerias, uh, they're the, the really large flowers and uh, Continuous flowering, um, really exciting. So on the perennial side, on the annuals we we have some wonderful new genetics in Cadbury in the Can Can series. Um, uh, really vibrant, vibrant colours on those, and also in the Tumbleine double petunias. Um, and literally, in the last um, in the last week, we we will have another new petunia that we wouldn't have put into the catalogue this year um, because it's performed exceptionally well already. And that's the beauty of running these trials, that there's a a, a late introduction um, that we're already lining up for next year because of testing it here. So, Tumbalinas and and the Nemesia class, uh, some wonderful bi-colours and almost tri-colours coming through on those. The breeding work on Nemesias, is, is tremendous, and the, the Nameses that we're offering in our catalogue are all British bred, they're tried and tested for produ- um, growing in the UK climate, uh, the colours are incredible, the plant habit, uh, the ranges are extending enormously. Steve, what about on the perennial side?
2: Yeah, so thanks, thanks Matt. So on the on the perennials, obviously, we, we've just launched our Last Beauty catalogue, I'm yep. um, really excited that's going out literally at the moment. So customers here will see all of those, or most of those varieties here in color. So they'll be able to see in retail pots um, and plan their production for next year. Mm. But on the back of that, um, I've been quite lucky this year with the space I've had at the trial grounds. We've brought in a lot of um, perennials that have just been launched in the last couple of years on the market, really to, to see which ones are worthy of going into the range. So there's a huge um, variety of things like Echinaceas, um, all different varieties together, good or bad, mm-hmm. so people can really see um, what works and what doesn't. Um, we've presented all of them this year in retail-ready formats, three-litre and five-litre, to really show uh, the grower what they can achieve. Mm-hmm. Some real highlights, really, for me so far, um, things like leucanthemum and McCroon, um, really fantastic performance most leucanthemums need um, overwintering and vernalizing but this is first year flowering is amazing i've been flowering since the middle of may looks stunning um, but uh, we're also looking at roses there's a little series of roses here ground cover um, repeat flowering scented um, which will be coming on into our catalogue for 2022.
1: why the concentration um, on perennials this year
2: I think there's a, a, a huge opportunity um, for C, and, and I've just joined the company, um, so that's a particular role of mine. And I think with the space we've had, we we believe perennials are the future. Um, that they last much longer in the garden. They complement the annual side of the business really well, um, and it's an area we, we particularly just want to focus on and grow. How much of the business could it be? On the perennial side. Um, Depends how it expands, really. Um, what do you think, Stuart? I mean, it could be, it's hard to say, really. We're just getting started.
4: Well, I, th- I think there you was know, significant um, growth in, in, in the market for Colgrave in, mm. in perennials. It could be a balance between annuals and perennials going forwards, an equal balance of both.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. obviously been a tough season for annual Stewart and for bedding so how, how have you coped with that
4: well yeah the it, yeah it has been a really tough season for everybody and it, it right through the supply chain um the lockdown kicked in very much in the peak um plug delivery weeks around week 12 13 and hitting 14 um, it really uh, impacted uh, obviously our, 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 our dispatch and uh, collation, dispatch, and deliveries. Customers were really toiling with, with the uncertainty of the market. Uh, so we, we tried to work with all the customers um, to make sure that we could fulfill what they actually needed what they felt they needed rather than what they had committed to so we we um we we kind of worked with the customers and gave them the opportunity to kind of reorder what they needed Uh, and that worked exceptionally well it was tough we we had to kind of backtrack on all our plans and re re reevaluate everything but i think coming going forwards um, although there's a massive wastage for us, uh, we did minimize the commitment that customers would have had and the, the, the massive losses that they potentially could have had a product sat on the floor.
1: Mm. What, what have you learned for next year from this say there's a, another lockdown or, or are there any other lessons learned from you know this you know crazy experience in, in 2020?
4: It's a difficult question Matt. Because I, it, it's something you you can't plan for. Some something as as unusual as as this this virus. Nobody could expect um, this sort of thing to happen. Yeah, we operate um, our business on um, we we don't speculate heavily on products, and most of our product is grown grown to order. We we try to speculate on those products that we know are. Popular um, going forwards. I think that's something that still we need to evaluate. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be many discussions over the coming weeks and months how we do prepare for something like this in for next season. Um, I, it'd be very difficult to, to, to give you an answer on that just at the moment.
1: Are people being more cautious for next year in ordering, or is it the same, or, or what?
4: Well, we haven't started on. Next um, sales for summer, think next year. Yeah. But what we have found is autumn plant sales are really, really strong. Oh, yeah. um, we're we're tracking um, above sales of last year, um, and yeah, there's 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 a real energy at the moment for for gardening, as we've seen that the. Uh, garden centre sales and mail order sales have continued way way beyond what they have traditionally, and there's there's a, a pent up demand to keep that going with home gardeners, um, and I think we embrace that. and The HTA have just launched their their campaign, keep garden, keep um, keep Britain gardening. Um, we'll certainly embrace that to um, keep momentum up. It, it, it can turn into a massive opportunity for the industry. Um, and what
1: about uh, changes in paths to market? You mentioned mail order then. Do you see more of that
4: next year too? I think mail order has demonstrated that internet sales um, uh, are a very good um, source of supply for the home home garden it has it has helped through the um, recent ordeal. Many garden centres have, have turned to internet sales and click and collect. So I think there's a there'll be a kind of a bit of a paradigm shift in the way in which we'll use that tool more. So I think yeah that 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 could be potentially an area that might see some,
1: some more growth. Obviously there was lost sales because of lack of supply this year, do you you think that could have been avoided at all or or in the future can can you sort of make sure that doesn't happen?
4: Um, Yeah we'll try to include buffers in in what we're producing, Mm. Um, we, we have different solution products with different solutions the products like speed planter mm. um, that's actually been really well received um, that the interest in that product has grown over the last two to three years since we've launched that mm. and that that does give the growers a, a an opportunity to, to, to jump in and, and turn around a crop in just a matter of weeks when there's a there's a demand so we're always looking for products as good as Speedplanter to to bridge that gap and and the Speed Speedplanter we've, we've launched one for Cool Wave for the autumn and that has just um, that that's just gone exceptionally well we're just um, selling um, you know tens of thousands of those those products.
2: We did a similar thing on the perennial releases, really. focusing on the kind of larger formats that really help the grower to, you know, if they've got a long lead time, perhaps, you know, they haven't cleared their crop through, then you know, we give them a solution now that can really turn that crop quickly for them um, to help them maximize the space if, if they're waiting for that demand to come through. Um, sometimes for the time, obviously they've got their demand, um, but the, there's no plug available because of the time scales etc. So really helping them in that short lead time.
1: Great. So, just lastly, what experience can people who book to come to the trials
2: expect this
1: year?
4: Well, I think we've we've painted a very simple picture of what what we have here. Um, it is a working trial. However, I think you'll you'll probably agree, Matt, it, it, it's probably exceeded your expectations when when you when you've come here because it's it, it there is. A real wow the guys have worked incredibly hard to ensure that a all the experimental products are there so we have that full transparency for everyone to see what we're testing and evaluating but the products are being presented in a way which which really um look fantastic um many of the perennials in in, in the gardens as well so um it I, I think anybody coming here will, will will be incredibly surprised.
1: Great. Thanks a lot for that, Stuart. Thanks a lot, Steve.
3: This Horticulture Week podcast was produced and edited by Christina Taylor. For more podcasts, Horticulture Week news, analysis, exclusive industry reports, insight and data, go to horticultureweek.co.uk.